Feed me. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me. Having a few issues with the old IG has uh, frozen on me, so I'm just going to give me one second. We're going to go ahead and reboot that live back up and see if we can uh, get this rolling over here on IG. Do, 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 do. It looks all right. We're live on IG. Good deal. TikTok, Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22, streaming the Ryback show live over there. Swing over to Ryback TV here. Hit that subscribe. Turn on those notifications. If you don't want to turn on the notifications, I get it because I think you have to turn them on for all the YouTube videos. But either way, turn them on if you can. And uh, so when you know when the big guy is going live, streaming as always here on Ryback TV, your super chats are brought up on the screen. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, life, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between the ebb and the flow of the show will go wherever your questions go. Wherever your questions, whatever questions I show. Yeah, the ebb and flow of the show will go wherever the questions I pick show. Faux show. <laughs> Twitch Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. Happy Sunday to everybody. Hope you had a having a great weekend. Not only had, but having since we are still in the beginning of, of Sunday here. And uh, I did my, my 24-hour fast, and I'm uh, that was completed yesterday night. Great night's rest, and uh, I will be going. I'm actually going to be swinging over to the gym. Big conditioning, Stairmaster, Jacob's Ladder, and then Sauna Day today. And uh, a lot more shoulder work. Got a lot of shoulder work done yesterday as well. The shoulder's doing very, very good. I'm very happy with where everything is sitting right now. Health-wise, uh, could not be so blessed and so grateful that uh, you take away everything, just take away everything else, just health-wise alone. I'm so happy that I have my health where it is, and uh, it's been, like I've said, relentless hard work and, and just a lot of patience and consistent effort repeatedly for years. Uh, hardest thing I've ever had to overcome, and that's with the back and, and the stem cells, and that that the stem cells healed the back which I like truly, truly blessed and grateful because there was nothing. And I could have done all the exercises in the world and done things to help strengthen certain things as I did. Um, but there was the, the, the five discs completely worn out, just caught it just in time. Bioaccelerator, the, the work in my, my doctor, Dr. Baumgartel, his, his beginning work to get me to at least a level of, of being able to deal with it uh, a little easier than I was. Uh, just truly, truly grateful. So with that the shoulder though has been just a lot of work but like i said the other day like i did my back workout i was able to do complete four pull-ups multiple times and you know and that's something a guy my size doing pull-ups already is most people can't right i used to be able to do a lot i've always been really really strong despite how big i've been and and my when this got at it if i have videos like online of doing weighted pull-ups where i used to wear the, the 45s around my waist and uh, even then, I would do those when my shoulder was was hurting, but I, my my muscle strength hadn't been um, 
sacrificed yet, uh, atrophied and like certain things. And so I was able to still move massive amounts of weight. And then once this whole thing kicked off and got all the stem cells started and everything like atrophied really bad in different areas um, prior to the stem cells. And uh, it was, I couldn't do pull-ups anymore. And I had to used to do just lat pull-downs and that would be really difficult. It always felt weird because I could tell there was my certain muscles not kicking in. But now I've got this so strong. I could do pull-ups once again and I'm up to four. And every week I might just get one more. I might just be able to get half a rep more. Uh, it just, I just keep adding and like, I'll do assisted pull-ups until I feel like I'm ready. And it's that those muscles are firing and it's a great feeling to be able to do that and not be in pain either. Like, and, and not to say it's not a hundred percent, but it's not, it, 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 everything is just getting better and better and better. So, uh, like manageable where I'm like, I could be, I could be me. And, uh, so really, really cool. And it's just a matter though, of sticking, do my feed me more nutrition work. And then I have my, my routine for the days of the week and I adjust it. I have different things I do in different days and right. And, and I reward myself for like a little bit of the red wine at the end of the week and, just it's it's uh i've got a good consistent balance of getting everything that have gotten this me to the point and uh it's a really really cool thing a lot of good news uh the the ryback trademark stuff uh we're gonna see what's gonna happen as i told you i was proceeding with the trial and i had as i had a feeling they of course reached back out and uh are ready to propose their settlement with their revisions and uh, I'm just going to kind of just, we're going to sit. They said that it's going to be the beginning of this week. Vince and them are going to be getting back. We'll see what happens. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll see if they are serious. If not, I'll just proceed with the trial and win the trademark. And uh, But as I've said all along, this is my fight and my battle. And I've, I've tried to share with you guys what I can and what's going on and why I've done certain things. Uh, and um, But I'm going to win. And it doesn't matter what you think of me or what, what others might say. I'm going to win. And I'm, I'm, I'm winning my way, doing it the right way by telling the truth. And uh, there's a lot of lessons that can be learned in that, despite what you might hear or might want to believe or anything of that nature. So that's what's going on with that. And we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, it's that's that. Let's get to some questions here, guys. LeMay asking how my shoulder is. We just got done talking about that. So hopefully I answered your questions. Uh, with that, what's going on? Love from Nigeria. What's up, Nigeria? Really cool that we could uh, get people from all over the world together here. You're the best. Happy Father's Day. Uh, thank you. Sophie and the little guy say thank you. Uh, yeah, Helen Cell is tonight. I do have Peacock. I probably will uh, be watching... I'll, I'll probably put that on upstairs in my office upstairs. I'll do a little work from the office upstairs and and, and have that on and, and catch some of the matches. I just saw uh, on Twitter, they said Cody is possibly injured. And I hope that's not the case or that he missed the live event and uh, the night before, which could be just giving him the night off if he is banged up, which I'll tell you, he's banged up. Because, and I, and I don't know his, his story. I'm just saying, like, he, there's many different routes to going to try to get to what you want. The one thing, and I don't, I learned this though with my injuries and where I am much more now uh, prioritized on that. And I've always taken care of myself, but unfortunately through the surgeries that went bad and the, the things that happened with the cortisone ate away my shoulder, like 
I, I've learned, though, that you only really get one body. And, and I've been blessed to, to essentially get two. But, like, once it goes, it goes for the majority of wrestlers, if not for every single one of them, where this is like a rare circumstance where I'm getting a second lease, third lease on, on life of my health and, and going to be in my prime. Others, though, have killed themselves. And like Once it starts to go, it's a dangerous thing because it's, you know, and you just see it time and time again with how many talents and people it's, it's a very rough physical. And even though it's physical acting, it's the roughest business in the world from the sense of you're not, most of the guys don't get time off outside of Brock, who's the smartest one by far on how he's orchestrated his contracts uh, with that. And the guys that take, that don't take the full-time deals by far light years ahead of everybody else on that because they don't need to. And which is one of the reasons why I started my own business and everything like that. But if you need to go work there full time, it can destroy your body really, really badly to the point of no return. It's not worth it and not 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 worth it. But with that, but hopefully his isn't uh, too significant and it's just a night off, which in the long grand scheme of things isn't going to make a difference if it's something serious. But if get him to the pay-per-view and and see how he is. But uh, a lot of the guys get bad backs and and. It's a, it's a very real problem, unfortunately, that it's just strictly from the schedule. It's from doing it too much. And uh, it was one of the things I'm just like, it doesn't matter how cool the job is, you know, don't sacrifice your health for wealth, because I can assure you, it doesn't matter how much you have, it's not worth it. And I learned that I learned that at 34 years old. And I knew that when I was there doing it, I just that's why I, I, I schemed and planned and wrote alone and started learning how to save money and make money through business. And because I go, this isn't, this isn't like I'm, I'm in trouble with what I have going on. So hopefully we'll see what happens if he's ready to go for, for hell in a cell. <clears throat> what gym exercises should you do to get stronger? I would check out my Feed Me More Maximum Size and Strength program on feedmemore.com, which by the way, I didn't plug the show to begin with up front. Jeez, stupid. This show, this podcast is brought to you guys by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly for men and women on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% just from listening or watching this show. Discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 on feedmemore.com. Man, I'm the new Billy Mays. That should just be, I should just, I should come back and be the legit Simon Dean, but with the real deal just with Feed Me More Nutrition. But then I would have to be undefeated and, and be unstoppable if I tie my supplement brand into everything because the brand's a winner. You can't you can't be a loser with a winning brand. You can't do it. Hashtag hungry. Devour everything in sight. Leave Feed Me More Nutrition in the rings to the decimated opponents to try to help them be better after they've been thoroughly defeated by the big guy. Trademark. But I would check out my Feed Me More Maximum Size and Strength program, buddy, if I were you. Uh, somebody asked, how much sugar do I uh, cons- consume in a day? The sugar, my main source of sugar is from fruits in the morning. I do a fruit bowl and I'm like, today, like today is my lower carb day. So I just take smaller portions of the fruit. Like today's fruit bowl was like six grapes, a little bit of watermelon, a little bit of banana. And like the banana, I'll use one banana, but I'll, I'll take like half the banana and give the dogs the other half. They love it after their morning meal, and then they, they get a little bit of fruit, too. Uh, I'll do half of an orange, half of a lemon with the skin cut up on the lemon. 
great for mood and anxiety, depression. It, it's really, really a cool little thing. Um, a little bit of pomegranates, um, pomegranate seeds, and uh, some cherries, like like five or six cherries. And that's my morning fruit bowl. And then I do my performance meal, uh, which doesn't have uh, – all right. We've got Vivek R R Rano, love from India. And I'm just going to – I'm blocking you. No, I'm going to put you in timeout because you put a lot of hearts, but you're spamming the chat. I have meat hooked you into timeout. I have not shell shocked you out of Rybackville yet, Vivek. You're gonna get you're gonna get another other opportunity to come back, and I want you to listen, Vivek, because I know you could hear this because you're on timeout. You're not blocked. I want you to think about your actions. I want you to think: Is it being selfish of me to come in here and just take up the chat in saying that I love you from India, or should I just maybe put it once and maybe space it out every five or ten minutes? And he'll probably see it throughout the show at least once or twice and he'll go hey cool like my friend from nigeria love hey man fist bump big guy to you love the nigeria thanks for tuning in worldwide connection for life right other than you 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 take up the whole chat and i gotta i gotta put you in timeout like a little child and, and turn you around and put your nose in the corner maybe push on your head a little too hard maybe a slight nosebleed because you made me really angry but i'm trying to control it huh Come on, be better than that, man. Let's go. I've been thinking uh, with the Ryback show, and maybe we'll do this once a week. I think it would be really fun. You guys tell me what you think. I look around at all the other podcasts and what they're doing, right? And I and like the wrestling ones, and I go, I, I've, I've flirted with this idea, and I brought you guys on before. I go, I think it would be really fun to just to interview fans. Not even interview, but just have discussions. And it could be good fans or bad fans. And so you know, do the intros of the show and, and bring on guests. And I think it would in, encourage more people to come in and just have, and maybe it's multiple people in a day, depending on, right. But it's, 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 it's fans actually being on the show and depending on it. A lot of this is going to depend on how good the, the fans are with their questions. Right. Or their, and it could be on anything like we do on this, but I was, I was flirting with that. I go, that would be a different unique show. Just chatting with fans for the, for the, for the show. And in my head, it was thinking it's like one fan a, a show, but it clearly not that that's probably not feasible, depending on unless fans come in with questions. But I was like, you know, that'd be great to get a hater on to somebody that just hates my, my guts and, and literally have a nice conversation with them. And that's what the show's dedicated to and see and see if we could turn those people and see just have a normal conversation of what's going on through their brains. Uh, it, it could be hit or miss with that. But uh, I, I was thinking about that. I go, that's a different show. Because you, I go, that I think would be really, really cool. No, I don't think you should screen the guest. I think that's the other thing, is that this has the opportunity to go off the rails at any time. And again, a lot of it, I can keep my cool and composure. I can go I can go one-on-one -on -one with anyone. We've done it before with that. And, and I think I'm undefeated. I don't think anybody's ever... The only person that was just uncontrollable was that New York. There was a New Yorker that was just out of control, just saying all sorts of profanities and, and, and not good words. And um, he didn't want to have a conversation at all because he would have got thoroughly destroyed. And that so he just kept screaming so that and then we just had to kick him off. So nothing was accomplished on that. But that is also funny to listen to on the other end for a little bit. Right. Thank you for saying I'm inspiring. 
Uh, do you have any advice for 36 year old trying to lose weight? My body isn't responding to the way I used to work out in my twenties. Yeah, Joey, this is a very common thing that as we get older, we, our metabolisms can, can, can slow down a little bit. Hormones could start to lower. You know, you may be someone that needs to go get blood work and go get your testosterone levels checked because that is, is responsible for energy levels, for libido, for fat burning. And if your testosterone is, is, is low, that would affect you putting on more body weight and, uh, and, and not processing energy the same way. Right. So, and you know, or I would get blood work first, or you may be a perfect candidate to, to do the big guy testosterone booster that we have as well. And, and, but I would say you have to adjust things. So, so you may have to do a little more cardio. You may have to cut 500 extra calories out of your diet, but that's what you got to start making adjustments. But I would, if I were you, I would schedule an appointment with your primary care physician and go get go get blood work done and, and on a wide array of things. But your total testosterone, your free testosterone, and your estrogen, and would also get your T3 and T4, your thyroid checked as well. And obviously, get your cholesterol and various other markers that your doctor will be able to help you with on that. It dependent on your past medical history and things of that nature. Um, but I, I like to get, like I said, a detailed blood work done. It, like it, I think a couple times a year because you could break them up into different things, even though keeping some of the same things for both tests, but but getting some other things in there is not a bad idea. And then you at least know if there's anything wrong with you or, or that is, you know what I mean? And that it's, it's not just in your head or it, it, there, there's there's always a reason for what's going on if what something's not working that used to work, right? That would be my advice. Thank you for the super chat, Chris. We're not even going to acknowledge you and bring you on the screen. That is simply not the case of anything. It is it is the situation of me telling the truth and knowing that he hasn't and being a man and never letting fear dictate any of my moves or anything that I'm doing. And I think a lot of people misinterpreted uh, what I said, even in a, in a far worse way with that. And it's none, none of anyone's business at the end of the day. But we're not even gonna we're not even gonna acknowledge your super chat, Chris, because in fact, I'm gonna tell you, do we not only not want your money, we don't even want you in Rybackville, shell shocked down a pit pit of spikes. Adios, amigo. <laughs> Compliments of the big guy. Advice for bulking, I would go check out our BMR calculator on feedmemore.com for free. Plug in the amount, your all the info as accurately as possible and see how many calories need to be consuming a day. And I would say get our Feed Me More Maximum Size and Workout uh, program as well and start implementing everything that we have in there. And that will, that will, we're going to go ahead and boom, and that will help you get on your way. You just got to do it consistently of increasing your calories in as healthy of a way as possible. Uh, I have no known food allergies, no known food allergies that I'm aware of. I know you could do, there's, I think it's the Duffy, there's like a Duffy something test. I remember my doctor, we were going to do it and I'm just like, they, they'll find, they could find that you're allergic to, to pretty much something out there, but I'm just like, I've never had any known allergies or anything and I'm not too concerned. 
But there's certain people that like they they like they want to know everything, and they're like celery inflames my my intestines, so I don't like to eat too much celery on Sundays. And I'm like, cool. If you want to, you know, but like, do you ever have? Do you have any? Do you feel bad with? No, no, I love it. It's my favorite food. I eat it all the time. It's just it inflames me. That's what the doctor said. And I'm like, but do you actually feel anything? Do you have any? No, no side effects. No. I'm like, well, like I don't care that. I go by I go by how you feel and, and known things like if something you know if you eat celery and break out in hives okay Jeffrey I, I'm more than understanding that you would want to cut that food or limit that food as much as possible but I don't have any known food allergies ah the old fast metabolism that's the I have had friends like that they can literally eat anything and everything and they're just constantly lean but they it drives them crazy because they can't gain weight. And it's like, and then like, like heavy people see them and are super, they get like, they would do anything to have that, right? It's crazy. It's like that guy though, the, the, what's his name? It's just crazy how we're all so different. That Matt Stoney kid, guy, he, but he's smaller, skinny, and he can eat more food or as much food as pretty much any human on the planet. And I'm, I'm sure I've already, he, he throws that up afterwards, but even not, he's still putting it all, all that food into system far at a far greater rate and amount that, that pretty much all other humans can do. It's, it's crazy because I can eat a lot. And I've seen the things he does, and I go, I can't do that. <clears throat> and you could train yourself to increase your – but I was like, I would be so unhealthy even having to do that regularly. Like, I would not even chance it for that. But, but some people can just – like, it's crazy. It's like It's a gift, but then taking advantage of that gift as well. Uh, good question. How hard was it walking away uh, from WWE? Feel like doing it with my current job? Uh, well, I, I had. It wasn't hard when I did it, and it, but it was. It was a lot of 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 many. It was a long time coming, of thinking and processing. And I knew. I'll tell you right after my initial ankle injury, I was I was pretty much done with the company mentally after the how badly the ankle injury was taken care of and like me going out of my way to try to make things right of like bad things they did and bad mistakes. And then like that almost getting just really turned against me. And, and like and the people got fired that were like that, that making all these mistakes. And then like, I just go, I, I remember when I came back and I, I had a chip on my shoulder right away, which I think played well for my aggression and anger uh, because it changed me forever. Never letting anyone take advantage of you or, or like, don't let them take your kindness as a weakness. And that was where I really grew up and became a man and evolved, I feel like. And uh, and, and, and it's such a positive in that regard. But I was already, I was already with them. Like I was, it was, it was, it, the friction, it, it w was as high as can be. Um, so by the time that I did, did walk out of St. Louis and left, it was the decision. It was, it's, let's go. But I, you got to remember, I had financially, planned and, and forecasted and looked at things and I knew what I was going to do with my supplements. And, and I, again, a lot of that was, I, I didn't have the answers to everything on that, but I, I knew that financially I was all right for a, a portion of time and that I was going to eventually in, in grow my business. And I knew that the plan, even my injuries, I didn't, I did the one thing I didn't plan for was the significance, how extreme my injuries were. I, I didn't know I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement. That talk about scary. That was when I left and I got the doctors had told me that. 
that was that's where things really I was like, I have to get this business going in case I can never, ever do this ever again. And then I wrestled for a few years and made great, great money on the independence, a ton of money, which which helped offset the cost of the nutrition until I could be, make that a profitable business and things of that nature and get that rolling. So it was. But I, you got to You got to just you take a calculated risk. You don't do anything stupid, but, you know, you got to make sure that you, you, you've got certain things planned out if you're going to walk away uh, and have something else lined up. And, and and there's other times where you don't spur the moment and you're just feeling it, but you know, it, you got to make sure you got to, right. You just got to make sure. And I never accounted for like WWE trying to take my social media and then restricting me on every platform. I didn't account for that happening. I didn't think that I didn't, I didn't think that that was going to be a thing. So there's always going to be things and challenges along the way, like my injuries and other things that happen that you that you don't plan for, and then on the fly you got to adjust and try to make the most of right. We're gonna go ahead and shell shock uh, this little guy out of Rybackville. Thank you for watching, though. <laughs> yeah, Ahmad is a certified mangina. <laughs> One of the most fascinating things is if somebody doesn't like you, I will always like. I can't imagine not liking somebody and then wanting to go watch their like lives or what like follow them on social media. I tell you, the wrestling marks it's, it's not just limited to them; it's a lot of society and the population. Very special people. Very special. I would say that I think Ahmad loves me. And to the borderline obsessed, but there's something wrong. Like he's mad that I'm not back wrestling yet. There's something that I've done that's upset him. And that's where he, he can't quite, he doesn't know how to express that though. In that everyone say bye to Ahmad though. Bye Ahmad. Bye Ahmad. Adios. Ahmad is frantically logging into his 54th YouTube account. Because he's been blocked, but he, he has 54 ready to go because he's been blocked by so many other people. That's the other thing. So many of these people are like, here's, I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. Uh, Baron Corbin, we follow each other on, on, on Twitter. Baron posted a picture of, of somebody today with their cat. It's a fantastic photo. I, I highly recommend you swing over to the mayor of Jackpot City's account and uh, look at the, the photo he posted of the guy that like said something to him. And I go, I've done this before. I go, I'm going to click on the guy's account and just see if I've already blocked the guy. Sure enough, I click on the guy's account and he's already blocked by me. And it, it, like this happens time and time and time again. It's the same group of people that are, are bickering and crying over one thing. They're cr bickering and crying over everything. And they go from person to person and just get blocked. And if you go look at the picture, you'll look. And I'll go, never in a, in a billion years. Would I ever let anybody like that ever have any control over my feelings or emotions? I'm at such a high level at this point. Like on this, I am immune to this. And it's like, like a lot of people are like, oh, why do you hide replies or why do you block people? It's like, because I don't want to spend time with people with that mindset trying to spread that sort of hate and negativity over things they have no business or, or, or understanding of. And I care, I care so little about it and them that I'm not going to invest any of my time trying to convince them. Otherwise, I'm just going to, if I bother you that much, let's make life easier for everyone. Block goodbye, right? It's just, it, you just you just get to a point where it's just like, 
I've seen and heard it all now. You can, you can literally, I've seen and heard it all over and over and over from the same group of people. And they just go and they, they a lot of them are, they'll put their, their biggest blocks on their account. Proud to be blocked by Sasha Corbin and, and Ryback. Life is, life is great. Super blessed. I'm like, who would want to be around that? <laughs> just, like it's absurd. Ugh. Uh, hello, welcome Pakistan. Yeah, asking questions is one thing. And oftentimes, too, a lot of people don't understand how to like actually, if they do have a, a different opinion on something, it, and this is happens 99% of the time, they can't help but to like, they have to take a cheap shot at you, or they try to like, they have to like, they have to they always just are unprofessional in, in how they communicate that. And it's just like, okay, I have no interest in even talking to that person block with that at the end of the day. I just look at it. Like I said, there's billions of people on the planet. Even if I have 20,000 people or 15,000 people blocked on Twitter, do you know how small that is in the grand scheme of things of the world? Like that to me is, that is like not even, it's just not even worth it. Like worrying about them. Like there's so many other people. So it's just, but it's usually that like, they just go from people to people. They're the ones that they'll complain over They'll complain over the Sasha and Naomi thing, and then they'll be complain over the MJF thing, and then they'll complain over this thing, and then they'll complain over that thing, and then they'll they'll be you'll look at their comments and they're they're commenting and, and hating on all the negative stuff trending on on Twitter, and you realize it's just a mindset, and it's just that's where you don't even really take it personal. I was like, I don't even just block, go on, think what you want to think. I know the truth on everything. Keep on being hashtag hungry. I like, do I prefer UFC or boxing? I, I like UFC a little more. I love boxing too, but it has to be like, I, I don't watch. I used to watch it a little more. I love doing it. It's boxing is, is my favorite. I feel striking is my favorite aspect of MMA. Um, in, in particular, boxing, striking with the hands. But um, MMA is still, I just think, there's so many just it, it to me MMA is so much more difficult overall uh, for how skilled you have to be against varying styles right and, and that you know that to me it, it, it's all about the style matchups and uh, it makes MMA really really interesting to me whereas boxing is incredible and again if Mike Tyson's fighting I'm I'm there all day long because he was so exciting to watch right but certain other fighters are more exciting than others too and and MMA. Uh, who am I going for in the Stanley Cup? Um, I've been watching the games a little bit because I'd go swing over to my dad's because my dad, my my dad's dog, Secret, who I got for him, uh, she's 11 years old now. She she had cancer last year on her belly. They had to remove it, but they couldn't get all of it, and it, it's coming back. So, but she's in great health and, and moving and, and great, just great health and very energetic. So and, and I'm confident that they're going to be able to go in there when she had to get blood work done yesterday and they're going to hopefully if she has to have surgery again, she'll recover fully and hoping we get a couple more years with her. Uh, she's such a good dog. And uh, she's a pit bull, a little <coughs> rump pit bull. And uh, so we're going to have to see. But I was watching the hockey games there was what I was getting at. Um, and then I've been been keeping up with them here for the playoffs. The uh, I don't know, probably rooting for Colorado. 
a uh, if if not Colorado, I would have said Tampa Bay, but it looks like New York's gonna gonna win that one. <clears throat> and uh, because I lived in Tampa and wrestled in that arena for many years, um, but, but I'm probably pulling for Colorado, a Western Western team. Even though, and I say that, I, honestly, I just watch, and I'm not, I'm not even, I just enjoy the. And here's my 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 reason for picking Colorado. Also, also is when I was a kid in the hockey games, Rod. I remember when Colorado, I think they were an expansion team when I was younger, and I thought they had cool uniforms. And I'm just like, oh, I remember liking their cool uniforms as a kid when I played the hockey games. Right back psychology. Oh, let's hope they win. You know, I, I, if the Golden Knights were in the playoffs, I would I would hope the Knights. Obviously, I would want want them just to root for the local favorite for that. But I'm not too. You know, if New York wins. New York wins. I'm not like I'm not. I'll enjoy the games. I'm not going to be bummed out. I'm not attached to anything uh, like that of that nature. Man, we get some weird people. That guy asking that. I had to block him. He kept asking the same weird Triple H Stephanie question. Like, I don't even know, like, what do you, what drives you to come? They didn't even make sense, the question. James, thank you for the super chat. $9.99, cha-ching. That's three Starbucks coffees almost. Hey, Ryback, I saw your FCW vignette, and it gave me Terminator vibes. Was the Ryback character Terminator inspired? Absolutely. That's pretty cool. I remember... Was that, that might've been, I wonder if that was the opening vignette, Dusty Rhodes. I just got down to Florida Championship Wrestling. By the way, I barely even, (laughs) I got rehired. And uh, they, they put me on TV right away. I mean, Dusty's always, always liked me. Dusty always liked me and always took care of me. And uh, he knew me and Cody we're friends and, and it was like, it's, it's, but I was also me like, and, and there was nobody like me. So like, but, it, but usually you get down there, you got to like wait to get onto TV. Cause that, that's things were really getting competitive then. I mean, that was, it was stacked. The roster, you've got McIntyre, Seamus, and, and, and there were so many of us that were all that class of, of guys that were down there. So many, I would say that were more from FCW that went to TV and became stars over the course or, and you can't, there's a lot of classes from different, you know, the, the OVW had the scene of Batista Orton, Shelton, but there was like five of them, but like FCW, I mean, there's a lot down there with that in that group and NXT, obviously things changed a little bit where it was a little, they got real, a lot more hands on FCW was the last true w, developmental, like where WWE wasn't too involved with yet. They were, it was connected, but they weren't down. It wasn't, it wasn't intertwined like it is now, like with NXT of, of all the head people and, and the coaching and, and what you, who you have access to night and day and for the better, for the better on that um, with all of that. But uh, the Terminator, yeah, the Ryback was originally Terminator based when I created it and I didn't know it was truly Terminator based in OVW um, when I was there. And then FCW, I stayed with the Terminator, but I had to adjust it where it was it was because I went from no selling a lot in OVW, the Terminator. It was really truly Terminator to to having to work with other top talents, right? So you're not no selling, and so it was like I was still figuring out what the character was going to be and how I was going to be able to do this and make this 
right? And uh, and then eventually we did away with it, and it was all for the best. And went to Skip Sheffield, which allowed me to to just be my comedic, funny personality, and then go back to Ryback with a serious ass kicking, but without the the humor with it and anything else, and, and not just more Ryback the the person. Right. And with my positive kind of everything and the hungry and the feed me more that I had all this stuff I'd learned in my time away. And then it was the evolution of Ryback of incorporating my personality, which not the Skip Sheffield, but my personality that allowed me to do Skip Sheffield as Skip. Like, you know what I mean? And, and where I feel like, too, and being away now and being me right back now and just being free completely has allowed me to just completely rip off the handcuffs and evolve it to where I was like, I can really, truly play physically any character and be so comfortable now because I'm so comfortable with who I am and whatnot. But that was if that was the vignette, if I, I'll never forget the first one. It was in the dark. Gold dust was there. Dusty, like, was so hands on with all of it. And uh, I've. I'd have to go back and see it to, to know which one. But if I saw it, I would know if it was my first one because it was in the FCW arena and they had all the lights off and they did special lighting. And there was this guy, Chris Chambers, there from WWE. They were all so nice to me and so positive and uh, really, really liked the character. And, uh, yeah, that was, man, great memories, great memories from all of that. I talk about that, too, and it's like crazy you look back there's not a lot of talents and people that got to just train and be around Dusty Rhodes for for a couple of years. Some people a little more than that. You know, that's uh, – and I'd been around him prior to that too in, in the different developmentals. But you look back like at the history of things and you realize – you don't realize it necessarily at the time, even though you don't not realize it, because but you're just in the moment. But you look back and you go, wow, you've been around some great minds. And that's how – knowledge is passed down and in in that knowledge is only given to those that that are around it right and then if you're involved in the business and that's how it's given back over time and things like that and you you take things that you're taught from different people and, and make it your own and apply it and, and evolve it and grow it and 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 then in that's how knowledge is handed down and passed down but we had such access to some great great minds and that's where like i got really comfortable doing promos really finding and, and like with Dusty because Dusty uh, we'd always always speak to us he always like you don't realize that the guy that's talking to you it, who was who who was considered one of the all-time greats right and in eliciting emotions is is having you do things that you don't realize at the time is very special in, in your development and, and can help you in all areas of life actually too in your storytelling and things of that nature. And I just remember always, always taking it so serious and going, I used to type up my promos. I had notebooks of promos of, of things for my characters and I would practice them because we'd have promo day down there. And it was always like, I mean, you, you want to talk about pressure. You imagine sitting in a, an empty arena with like the people who are in control of your developmental fate, the coaches and, 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 they're, and they've got key people in there. And all your peers just sitting down watching you cut a promo in an empty arena. Like you gotta be, you don't and, and, and guys are clicks are down there, you got friends, right? But you like the guys that didn't put that much effort in, like guys, it didn't look good. And like guys, and I was never one that got involved in that, like, 
trash on other guys or anything, but like you don't want to be in that conversation of like, man, rotten his Ian's Ian, Ian's promo was today. God, that guy was horrible. He just like does he just like wake up and like just not think of anything? And that's but that's like you don't want to be. So I always took it very very serious. And Dusty inspired a lot of really cool things that helped with my career later on too. Good times down in FCW. Good time. I, I want to get back to Tampa and just drive around and, and go look around at some things. Uh, hold on, we're gonna shell shock. I apologize, I missed. Uh, right back. What are your thoughts on Renee Dupree? I always liked Renee. Renee, uh, I don't, I don't know him well. He lived. Um, and when I say don't know him well, just I've never spent like a considerable amount of time around him. He lived across the street, uh, at Cam, not Camden Bayside. That was in Tampa. Was it Oxford in Louisville, Kentucky, where I had my studio apartment before I moved in with Cody Rhodes. I lived on the second floor, Aaron Stevens, Damian Sandow lived a couple doors down and, and Rene Dupree lived across the street, I believe on the first floor. And, but I think he had just, he got released, I think shortly after I'd got to developmental, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, so I was I I would see him here and there, but I and I didn't I wasn't around him a lot. And then I think he did some shows for OVW, if I'm not mistaken. Always super nice. And and I've I've been in. I remember we we're somewhere. We were in the same apartment somewhere. Ever like the guys were all meeting up, and uh, he was there. And it might have even been. I don't know. Maybe it was his place. I don't know. And uh, but everyone was just BSing and talking, and he was telling some stories. And, uh, and last time I saw him was when I, I was really, really hurt was when I was doing the, the independent shows and I went for Santino's school. Uh, this guy, Iceman, they did it. I didn't know even know it was going to be a TV taping. I went and wrestled Moose, uh, which actually was, was for me being as hurt as I was, I was really happy with the match. Even the, it was, uh, and I liked him a lot. He was, he, he was a really good guy. Um, but I, Renee had to like, was there, he did like the opening match and had to leave really quick and go catch a flight. Cause he was, he was just there for the, like, I don't know what if he was doing a loop of shows and I haven't seen him since, but uh, always been a very nice guy and always, always have liked him. I wish, I wish, I don't know what, you know, guys, oftentimes we were never up there together or anything, but the wrestling business, it could be, you know, a lot of guys, you know, the, they're in WWE and he wasn't there for a long time, but he was there for a good portion at a very young age. And then, you know, you, what stuff happens and they release talent and it's just odd that some guys get brought back and some don't. And, you know, I always, I was thinking about that just with like, I wish, and obviously you can't say for everybody, but I was like, it's such a difficult business and things that you, I just wish like guys, and he, he, he loves wrestling and like, I think he was always very good at it and, and has a lot to offer. Right. And always look fantastic. And, and whatnot, but I think too, and like obviously, I think he got into drugs early and in, in, with the performance enhancers. And I don't think that is a good thing, but we've all, I got into him getting into wrestling early, very mildly, but still thought I had to and whatnot. But those, it, it's, you're still finding yourself. And he was finding himself at a, at a young age, right? Very young age. Uh, and being put on TV, it, it's, it, it's not an easy thing to, 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 to grow up 
in that environment and and especially he came in a little different era where I think it wasn't as as, as safe and friendly for a younger talent. I, I can, I'm almost certain of that as compared to now. I think now it, it's a lot more milder that if he was in debuting at a time like now, I think he probably would have been far more successful. One, because there was there was his, the drug testing and the environment and, and, the, and all this stuff that kind of was around then isn't, isn't really a thing now too much. Right. So, but life, you live and learn and, and things, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I'm sure at some point, hopefully he has an opportunity to do something with them again or with somebody he still has to be, he's still, I, I think prime years in wrestling could be 35 to 50, if not even past that a bit, depending on how you take care of yourself and your big money years, if you know, and you could have it before that as well. But, I think if you really take care of yourself, 35 to, to, to 50, you could really, really kill it if you if you know what you're doing. Okay, let's see here. Uh, I don't know what happened to Daniel Pewter. Dan was always a nice guy. Dan was always, I, I always liked Dan. He was the, he, the the right one won that show. He was the right one to pick. I wanted to want wanted to win that. I wanted to have been ready. It would have been nice to get. He got two hundred fifty thousand for the first year. Then they renegotiated the contract because of the details. He didn't, never got the million dollars, which I, I think is just they should never have not. I don't I don't think that was a good good thing. Um, it was it was it, it should never have been called million dollar tough enough. It should have been called two hundred fifty thousand dollar tough enough. Because it didn't matter how good you were, they weren't going to pay out that million dollars. That was pro- that's probably actually worthy of a of a of legal action in itself. But we all you sign those deals and they they make those contracts so so ridiculous, right? But uh, he uh, man, he was he did really good during that period. Crowd, he got the crowd behind him. That not an easy thing to do. Not an easy thing to do. Chris Goldsmith, Ryback, you stole my $2, dude. That isn't right. Ah, Chris, we just made it up now. Now we're even, buddy. Now it's like zero. Now we're completely even. I didn't even get, well, I technically got the $4. That, that's a lesson learned. Don't try to leave a super chat saying saying silly things in the comment, right? That if there's a lesson. So you've learned a $4 lesson today, Chris. Compliments of the big guy. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody else super. I love doing super chats. It's, it's what the show is based around. But you know, if you're going to try to take advantage of the super chat system, we got to have some rules here in Rybackville, my man. Can't let you can't let you just do what you want. Hold on, I've got a super chat I've missed here. Let me. All right, Timmy G, good to see you, my man. Is it a risky or a brave venture to get into making a wrestling company with how many there is? Who was Authors of Pain and WWE is trying it out? Um, I, I wouldn't want to do that personally. I'll never, ever frown upon anybody wanting to take an up a chance to try to do something. You got to remember, so if you, you don't have to be a large wrestling company to be a profitable wrestling company. You can start a small wrestling company and, and earn, if they did it right, pay their bills and maybe save up a little and, and be their own bosses. To me, that would be 
killing it. They're living their own lives, sleeping in their own beds. Now, I will say in having a business, I think trying to make money with wrestling is one of the most complicated things to do as far as you need to have the right people and you're dealing with a lot of things and you're dealing with, with having to book travel and, and hotels and different things and, and individual talent. Right. And not to say if you use local talent for a lot of them, but you got people that don't, don't show up. There's a lot that is involved to getting to the show and then putting on said show and all, although by the way, and being profitable. Right. So in drawing enough fans, there's a lot of things you, you got to be good at marketing and online marketing. And, and that a lot, there's a lot of things you have to get good at if you want to try to be successful in, in being a profitable wrestling company. So many wrestling companies of the past weren't profitable, which is why you always see new promotions and different things, right? There's a lot of people, I've seen people that are just rich that run wrestling promotions that lose money. They just love wrestling so much. They like giving guys paydays and, and they have a good time running the show and it's a tax write-off for them in, in whatever sense they can do that for, to tie into what they're doing. Like that, that, and that to me, I have no issue with that because they know that they know what they're doing and they just like doing it. They're not trying to be profitable. I would still say you would try to be profitable. That would be, I wouldn't, but they just enjoy that. They just enjoy being around the talent. They enjoy bringing guys in, and that's fine. That's fine at the end of the day, if because they're not trying to be anything other than that. But if you're trying to have a profitable, successful wrestling company, you got to be pretty good at some things. And I, I just wish them the best of luck. I think. You know, I'll never say like, no, don't do that. That why that's who knows? They, maybe they 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 hit it out of the park. But yeah, there are a lot of people doing wrestling stuff. And but you know, if you can get your niche in a certain area and get people to to come consistently, you don't need to be WWE to to you know or AEW. You can you can you can be a local promotion and put on really good shows, make people happy, and make money. You're not, you're not going to, you make, you're not going to, you're not going to be the biggest show, but you're, you're living life under your terms and your own, your, your own boss. That's a very powerful thing. And if, especially if you enjoy what you're doing. <clears throat> I don't have any insight on Pat Patterson other than he was always really nice with me. He never was unprofessional or anything. Um, he was also an old man the entire time I knew him. But I, I, I've got a picture with me, the IC title in Canada and Montreal with him. And uh, he was always really, really nice to me. If you and Wardlow tag teamed, would the name be Warback? Yeah, that'd probably be... Yeah, I would say Warback, right? Yeah, Rye, Rye War, Warback, Warback. I think it would probably have to be Warback. Yeah, I just saw the other clip on Ric Flair. I'll never again, guys, I think he's living life how he wants to live life. And not everybody lives to be 100 years old. Not everyone wants to live to be 100 years old. He's, he's, he's lived his life as Ric Flair. And uh, I think he's, you know, he's got the pacemaker. And I, I personally, I, I, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't 
take that chance, but I also haven't lived his life and I don't know the details of his current like situation where it's maybe that's what he wants to do. All I say is we respect it and hope it goes as great as possible and that it's truly the last one and he he can he can he can feel good about the situation after and I think it's admirable he's still training and he looks great still, right? So I'll never ever knock anything like that as far as we're all gonna have our opinion on like, well, he shouldn't do it, this and that. And it's 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 at the end of the day, it's his life. He gets to 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 choose what he wants to do, right? And I just think it hopefully it all goes goes well and as planned and uh and it, everyone feels good about it after. <clears throat> yeah, Kevin, a lot of the supplements, almost all of the companies use uh, artificial sweeteners and colors and things like aspartame and sucralose and, and different other uh, sweeteners that are not good for us. And that's the, the big difference with Feed Me More Nutrition. And it's, we literally use premium ingredient, ingredients and, and use more ingredients uh, that synergistically work work well together to deliver what the label says that they do. Third party tested. I go through to great lengths, uh, and, and I'm constantly learning and trying to improve and uh, and, and be a better businessman and be uh, and just continue to offer and give you guys the best supplements because I use these all myself and I've been doing this since I was in my my mid twenties and I've been fascinated with herbs and supplements since I was a kid. So it's. Uh, it, it, it's definitely, we are different, much different than the majority of companies. And there are some other good companies out there um, and that, and, but there's not a lot. Thank you very much. I'm a big fan of Kingpin. It's one of my favorite movies as well. Uh, we launched Feed Me More Nutrition in January of 2017. Somebody potato man says, I don't even want to live till I don't even want to live till 60. I think you'll have a different take on it as you get older. And it depends if you're in healthy and you and you have a family and other people that, you know, I think your priorities change. And I think you look and you might think 60 is old. You know, I, I used to think if I was younger that 40 was old. And now I think 40 is super young, especially because I feel so much better than I did in my 20s and 30s. So I think it's how you take care of yourself. Like I don't even have no, I will refuse my mindset. Like, and of course we all are going to age and, and we get older and, and, and things, but I think you could be, if you take care of yourself and you like through nutrition and, and supplementation and, and how you train and that, that like you can, you can be, I've seen people in their seventies and eighties deadlifting 400 pounds, 405 pounds. I go, Oh no, you could, you can kick ass if you, if you if you take care of yourself and be very very functional and healthy up up into for a very long time but again things happen people have different injuries and right different things that happen <clears throat> good to see all of you what other questions do we have here on the Ryback show Thoughts on the punk injury? Yeah, I just put out the thing, uh, karma rules, the other day. And that's not like doing that. Because I've seen some people, 
that want to try to turn it into like something saying that celebrating an injury and things that no, it's saying karma rules, the rules of karma. And that, that guy has done a lot of very, very bad things, not just to me, to other people, but for, again, it goes to the, I'm not going to ever deny that he doesn't have a large fan base. I'm well aware that he has a large fan base. I just know anybody that says they're a sociopath in their head, their profile, you need to maybe, maybe just take a look at things, right? I'm just going by, I'm, I'm a pretty normal, likable guy. And I say that I, I get along with, with pretty much most people with that. That guy is, again, it went out of his way and he has lied countless times on things. And this is in the business. We are in the, in the, the business of controversy and in and, 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 and confrontation, right? It's pro in pro wrestling and you don't need to be best friends with everybody and things. And by the way, it's my situation and my business. So it's like, if I want to put that out, I will. And I don't give a damn what anyone thinks about it. It's none of your business. You might think it's your business. You might want to have an opinion on it. I block it out and I keep on doing my thing. You've never stopped me then. You're not going to stop me now with it. But it's not celebrating an injury. It's saying, yeah, this guy, and he said, we went and saw what happened to him in the UFC. He got his ass kicked and handed to him, rightfully so. He had no business being there. And he deserved every bit of it. He deserved worse. And the, the guy is, and I, I'm never going to, people like, oh, move on, this and that with it. I have moved on. I have clearly have grown and done all of this that I'm doing and gotten my health back and, and my, my cool stuff is coming up. But and so I'll never like root for somebody getting hurt or anything of that, but I'm simply stating a fact, the karma rules. It, 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 it's not an accident on things and whatnot, but it is what it is. And I've, I've put, I've said good things when he get, went back and I said, it had to feel good. I was happy. He got to have his moment coming back. Because I understood it based off everything I've gone through and being out that I, I go, I, I can imagine that felt really good with things. So, but you got like people online that they, the same people that bicker over one thing will bicker over another, and then they'll turn it into you're celebrating somebody's injury. Not never once celebrated an injury. He's already injured. It's stating a fact that karma rules, the rules of karma. It's a thing. It's a real thing. I've had it happen. We've all had it happen. And, and none of us are, 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 are excused from it. So, but that's, uh, they're going to take care of it. looks like they're going to do an interim champion sort of deal, which I dig it. He's probably not going to be out uh, based off of, I don't even know what the details of anything are, but it, it, I would imagine he's not going to be out for a significant amount of time if they're doing an interim champion or it's enough where they have enough invested where Tony just wants to, to keep it. And they got the match when he comes back with everything. So it is what it is. But I'm not there. It's none of my business as far as what their what their plans are or any of that. But I've got a guy, and as a man, I will never back down, and I will continue to speak the truth and my truth from a guy that went out of his way to try to cause a lot of problems for me and lied about something that you do not lie about. And it is it is it is what it is. But you guys, you guys think I'm like this big horrible person? Like what kind of person too? You see, look at the Colt Cabana stuff. What's going on there? And you got to say to yourself. That, I would never do that to another person to try to prevent them from making a living. And like, you just got to take a look in things. And if you dig deep enough, you'll, you'll get the answers. He tore his labia. <laughs> Comment of the day. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, what is your prediction? Do you think Bray Wyatt will return tonight? Thank you for the super chat, David. David, is it Heard or Bird? Bird. Uh, I've not heard anything on Bray returning. Is that the rumor? Is it the rumor that Bray Wyatt is returning? I will not be shocked if he returns to WWE 
I think, uh, and I will say, and I don't know, obviously I know certain people and, and I, I don't, I'm the kind of person I don't like, I don't dig to like try to get gossip or anything. I'll just say from somebody that I was talking to that knows him better than I know him since I've been gone that, that, that talks. And I just go, I go, was the Bray stuff more than just like being released, like stuff going on. And it was, yeah. And so I think and that there is stuff going on and, and I, none of my business, we all have stuff going on and that, that, that hopefully is resolved. And, and cause he is such a man. I love him. Uh, he's one of my favorite people and, and, and wrestlers and performers. And I loved working with him. I love, I love talking to him. I love riding when I ride with him and we go eat and we're, we're, we're belly laughing, being silly. He's, he's absolutely one of the most hysterical, funniest people on the planet. Like it, it was, I, and I want him, if I was going to be in a barroom fight, I would want him on my side 10 out of 10 times. Like I just, I love Bray. I love Bray a lot. And so I hope he does go back for his own sake if he wants to go back with that. And so I, but I don't know if he's returning tonight. I've not heard or, or in the loop on that, but I will watch tonight. And if he does, I'm going to be very happy for him because that, I don't think that release made any sense and it didn't, it made no sense, but again, things happen. And, you know, that's one of those deals in, in, like we're really critical of WWE on that. And that it's like, if it was for other reasons, and I'll say kudos to them for actually keeping that private, if that is the case and that, that, and I always will give credit where credit is due. If they did that, if that might be one of the rare situations where like, it seemed like everything that happened and it was kept quiet and protected him. And, um, and you know, so, and, and which, and I hope that was the case if that was, cause that would make more sense than him just getting released. Because him just getting released, it, I don't think it made sense to anyone. <sighs> you, it's never any, you know, people have families and things that happen. And when you're on the road and you grow apart, and that's the one of the that's one of the downfalls of that schedule. And uh, but and we're all human, and we all are going to judge people on things. But I think it, it's the, in our best interest when we try not to judge us on certain things, that, or try to really limit as much as we judge, or be aware of when we are judging, and and at least be aware enough to like say like I wonder what that would be like being away, and you know maybe maybe I wouldn't be so perfect either if I was in that position, or you know. There's just different things that you learn. Uh, and we all judge. Everyone judges. It's human. It's part of being human. But I think when you become aware of it, you you learn to try to limit how much you judge on or judging like more on things that are involving you or, you know what I mean? Not on, on things that don't involve you. I wouldn't be perfect. I'd lose my mind. Yeah, it, it's a crazy life. Uh, we're going to go ahead. Hazib, Hazib, I've loaded you up on the shell shock. I've actually got my head wrapped around, my arm wrapped around your neck, really, really tight, very snug. And uh, we're going to deliver a really, really stiff shell shock to you. You're out of here. Uh 
my thoughts on dating and wrestling within the same company, I think it was something that when I came into the business was really, really frowned upon. And then I think it, somewhere along the line, it, things changed. And I think it's the probably the best way to actually have, if you meet the right person, where you can actually really, it can, it can really work. But it is, it, there's positives and negatives to doing that and, and that. And then if things are bad and things go bad, right, it can create problems. But we haven't really had too many of those those situations happen. And, and that could be that a lot of the guys, they, women, they know if they are going to go down that road, it's thought out and they things don't get out of control or out of hand. Right. And too, and I think when you're that and you're with somebody all the time, you're not you're not dealing with like things of people going out and cheating and whatnot, because you're like you're with each other all the time. You know, so I don't know. But that's an individual decision that people that people make. And it, it just, you gotta, and it, it, it'll work and sometimes it won't. Uh, let me see here. My thoughts on Tony Khan doing Coke. I don't know. I don't know Tony Khan. I think people, I have shows that I do where I'm wired and like you have energy. I think he's a very high energy person. I, I don't think it would, I don't know insight on that whatsoever. I know people tell Gary Vaynerchuk, they, they think he does Coke. I've had people tell me, they think I've never done Coke my entire life. Like, I just think it's, I, I think anyone that has energy or you got to, he probably drinks, I don't know if he's a coffee guy, but you know, you have a good strong cup of coffee and then you do an interview and you're feeling good on an empty stomach. You could be pretty damn wired. I've gone back and I've listened to interviews that I've done and, and like, or heard a clip of it or something. And where I'm like, I know I'm wired when I'm doing it. And I could go, man, I wish I was talking just a tad bit slower, but I'm like really into it. And I'm really pumped. I think it's not a bad thing, but you know, I think we always criticize it. Like, Oh, maybe tone it down a notch or two, big guy. You're talking a million miles per hour. Or like when you're talking about something you're passionate about, which Tony's clearly very passionate about his product and wrestling. Right. So he's going to be very, passionate when he speaks about it, which not everything is that somebody's doing drugs, which is a go-to. I've just seen it with too many people that have natural energy. So I have no insight on that whatsoever, other than what I just told you. Maybe Tony is a big fan of the Wake Up Unlimited Energy. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate all the love and support as always. Double, Double W, Walter, good to see you, my man. We're just wrapping up here, Walter, so perfect timing with that. But uh, we're going to wrap up today's show, guys. I got to I gotta get a bunch done here. I appreciate all of you always tuning in and for all the love and support. Please go check out uh, my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20, RYBACKSHOW20 over on feedmemore.com. And uh, we'll probably be back. I got to do a feeding time tomorrow for a Tuesday. We'll probably be back for the Ryback show Wednesday morning. 
uh, for the next installment of the Ryback Show. So until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.